0: Young for this shit.
1: Welcome to another episode of Too Young for This Hit, the podcast where I, Tyler Thornton, watch a movie that I missed as a child, and um, I watch it with a friend who loves it. Normally I would just go straight in and introduce my guest, but first I just want to give you a heads up that just before recording this I got handed a box of three kittens, and I have four cats of my own, so I have three kittens in the bathroom, and uh, my cats are like actively trying to get to them. So, you're going to hear lots of weird cat sounds, and one of my cats is going to the litter box right now, and they just shoot out of that thing like a rocket and start screaming. So, anyways, uh, moving forward, you just got to deal with that, and uh, today, my guest is my good friend, Seth Jacobs. How are you doing, Seth? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's been a while since we've actually, like, talked, you know, like, with voices and not just text or Twitter or whatever. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard your voice it, in so long.
0: Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the last time I've actually seen you, too. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: Andrew's wedding?
0: It probably was the last time, yeah. Yeah.
1: So what you been up to?
0: Still a student in school. I'll graduate in, the, in December, which is good. Yeah, yeah, nice. nice. Not too much yeah. left? Not too much left. I've, there's only four classes.
1: Nice. Are you, do you have to take any summer classes, or are you off right now?
0: I'm off for the summer. It feels great. One last stretch of freedom
1: awesome yeah after that once you enter the real world and you don't get summer vacation anymore it's just like time goes by so fast like there is no breaks it's just you just work and work until you die
0: that's kind of depressing but yeah okay
1: uh-huh. so um anyways i don't know what movie we're gonna watch the listeners know because you know it's in the title of the episode and also um with the last episode i've decided that um I'm going to start putting, like, the theme music for whatever the episode is at the beginning. so mm-hmm. like, really popular song out of it or something, like something from the soundtrack. So, yeah. thought that would be a nice touch. I, thought, I think it would be a nice touch. Yep. And I think it's technically legal because as long as we do some kind of critique and be like, yeah, the music's great or the music's awful, I'm pretty sure it counts as a review and we can use a clip. But... Um, yeah, so um, what are we going to watch today?
0: Um, might, might be a little bit of shock, but I think I'm going to go with um, Beavis Some Butthead, to America. <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. Huh,
1: alright. I, I figured you were going to go with a Rocky movie, since you were um, so surprised I've never seen any Rocky movie.
0: I mean, I, I, I like Rocky 1 and 2, but me 3 and 4 I like most, but I mean, it's just, you know, I, I feel like I'd go a little bit outside of the box. <laughs> um
1: we've, we've had like a very interesting mix of movies because uh the first episode this should be the third episode but uh the first episode was escape from new york so we had an action movie and then we had a musical with um a rocky horror picture show and now we have whatever beavis and butthead is a comedy animated uh,
0: comedy yeah, animated
1: yeah for sure yeah. adult
0: animated comedy yeah
1: all right so um what made you pick this, um, like, what's your, like, connection with it?
0: Uh, I mean, I started watching Beavis and Butthead* when I was probably way too young to understand what was going on, to be honest. <laughs> like, I remember watching it at four, five, when, the, like, the episodes were actually coming out. Yeah. So I just, I guess it's a nostalgia feeling. I just love Beavis and Butthead*.
1: I've seen a few episodes of Beavis and Butthead*. Um, I didn't watch it until I was in, like, high school, though, um... I had a girlfriend who had a um, the original PSP,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, for whatever reason, she had like all of Bf, Beavis and Butthead on like the little like I don't know what, what were they called like UHDs, whatever.
0: Yeah, whatever they were called. The yeah. weird format that the yeah, PSP yeah, yeah, took. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she had all of them on that. So I don't know where we we're going, but we're in the backseat of her brother or mom's or someone's car, and we just watch those. Yep so I know about Beef is a Butthead but I have no clue what the movie's about so um yeah when's the last time you saw it
0: mm, I would say up to a year to a year and a half ago to be honest
1: okay so that's pretty recently
0: yeah that's pretty recent
1: I'm surprised you it that often
0: I mean it's just, I, I, I like Mike Judge to be honest I mean I'm a big fan of his and I almost watch anything he does just to see if it's good or not
1: yeah, he made um, King of the Hill also, right?
0: Yeah, he did King of the Hill, he did Booze and Butthead, he did Office Space. Yeah. Uh, He did, Um, uh, he also does, currently he does Silicon Valley on HBO.
1: Okay, I didn't know he did that show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I think one, at one time, I'm not sure, I mean, this is just for me listening to him on a podcast, he actually worked in Silicon Valley in the late 80s, so he kind of, it's kind of relatable to him. Mm-hmm.
1: So what do you like best about the movie?
0: Just, to me, I mean, it's just it's pretty much just one long episode of using butthead without them watching music videos. I mean, because yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, like there was five to ten minutes of ep- episode where they would just rip on a music video. If it was good, if it was bad. I mean, pretty much what we're doing now, to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I remember there's one character in the TV episodes where
0: uh, he sounds exactly like Hank Hill
1: like they're always doing like random like yard work and stuff for him
0: it's it's, it's, their, it's their neighbor his name's mr anderson he lives next door yeah yeah he sounds he like he sounds and kind of looks like hank hill a little bit
1: Mm-hmm. i'm assuming the same guy does the voice but who knows you probably know oh, maybe oh
0: yeah, yeah yeah mike judge has the voice for um beavis butthead and mr anderson the principal and like one of the teachers who's kind of like a hippie okay yeah he does several voices
1: what is going on in the background there? It sounds like I there's don't know. a tornado. Hang on. Okay,
0: it's time. This can't be... Might have been my fan, it turns on randomly. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's set on a timer, so it turns on every so often. Uh-huh.
1: I'm listening back to um, episodes while I'm editing them. I've heard like all kinds of things that I don't hear while editing. Like, um, I live really close to like a private airport, so like you just hear like rotors in the background. Um, you're probably gonna hear frogs in the background of this episode. So,
0: well, I like frogs. <laughs> anything else you curious about my love for bees and butthead?
1: Um, no, I don't really have anything. Else to ask about it. Um, yeah. yeah. So normally I do like a prediction of what I think the movie's going to be about. But mm-hmm. um, with well, this one, I feel like. I mean, I don't really know, but I feel like it's going to be, you know, similar to Beavis and Butthead uh, episode, but just long. And since they're doing America, I assume there's like a road trip involved in it. But. Yeah, that's about as far as I can get. I can't think of anything, like, stupid and wacky to make up out of it. But, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready to go watch it?
0: Yeah, let's go watch it.
1: <laughs> and we are back from just watching Beavis and Butthead do America. So, first, I want to do, like, a, um, just a short plot synopsis. Sorry. I'm super tired. I mm. stayed up till like 3 or 4 a.m. last night editing the first episode. And then my cats are used to eating breakfast at 5.45 in the morning. Actually, earlier than that. But they're used to eating breakfast real early. So they woke me up and then I just couldn't go back to sleep after that. So I've had like an hour or two of sleep. But i uh, got a few energy drinks in me. And um, yeah, so I'm going to try and do like a plot summary and you can like fill in any blanks i missed since you're probably a lot more familiar with the movie than i am that's probably true all right so i'm gonna like sort of explain this for dummies like people that don't know who beavis and butthead are
0: so
1: yeah before this i didn't know which was which i always forget but um yeah butthead is the one with brown hair and i think he has the acdc shirt or is his metallica
0: his is Metallica. All
1: right. And then uh, Beavis is the blonde one with the ACDC shirt. Yeah, so the whole movie starts with, like, um, they're having... They're in, like, a dream sequence with... They're basically, like, a uh, kaiju, like, Godzilla and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, I don't I feel like that dream sequence pretty much, like, sums up the rest of the movie. Because the rest of the movie, they're just, like... <laughs> causing chaos yeah, that's actually <laughs> true yeah. Yeah. being complete idiots but yeah so while they're asleep their tv's being stolen and uh so they wake up tv's gone they don't really fully understand that it's stolen there's like a broken window and like obvious evidence and they just look confused uh oh, no. <sighs> oh. uh, uh... <sighs> uh... <sighs>
0: Uh, uh, (laughs) whoa i think i just figured something out beavis (sighs) what this sucks (laughs) yeah it really
1: sucks (laughs) this sucks more than anything that has ever sucked before but um yeah so then they go out and they're like we're gonna find our tv and apparently they're just looking at trash cans for it for some reason um But then they decide to go to the school and steal the school's TV. (laughs) And um, they end up breaking it. So then they go to the neighbor's house. Uh, His name's Mr. Anderson. Is that
0: it? Yeah, it's Mr. Anderson.
1: Okay. So they go to his house and uh, try to watch his TV. But But... they also break it. And then they go to a hotel where they see their principal getting spanked. And um, (laughs) (laughs) then they run into a guy named, uh, was it Muddy?
0: it's muddy waters yet more muddy grimes my bad
1: muddy grimes yeah yeah and so he wants to pay them ten thousand dollars to do his wife yeah we'll do your wife (sighs) no i want to watch tv (laughs) which um they obviously take as having sex with his wife and uh he wants them to kill her so Mm -hmm. yeah so he's gonna go so he sends them out to las vegas where they, um, meet up with his wife, Dallas, who has stolen, um, a biological weapon from the military. Beavis, like, takes his pants off, because he wants to do her, and, um, she, like, uses that opportunity to, like, sew the, uh, the unit into his pants. And then, after that, like, they're on a old people bus to, like, Washington and just go through, like, several U.S. sites causing destruction along the way, like, a they cause the Hoover dam to like black out because they're watching tv they cause like some huge wreck on the interstate and um you want to take over from when they get to Washington like what happens there like in DC
0: I mean in Washington it shows them like like a montage of them passing certain monuments and they pass the uh, i think the Lincoln Memorial and they pass the Washington monument and they mistake i mean think it's a penis I mean, it is <laughs> a penis. It, it is a penis, and they—I think they drive out the Jefferson more, and they're mooning everyone.
1: <laughs>
0: and then they go to the Capitol and ask the lady that calls the congressmen and women back to the back in session. where is the um, where's the hot chick with the big boobs? Because they want to score. First, they ask her if they're if she knows where Washington is. The like, she's like, "You're in Washington." you're
1: They're Like, where's the chick?
0: where's the chick and then they call for her with the PA system and all the congressmen laugh like butthead when they hear it which is kind of funny <laughs> but then um because muddy was trying to use them as leverage to get back with his wife wa- like get at his wife and then they end up having sex in the car and the atf guy shows up and arrests both of them and then she turns on him but and then they go into the white house they're walking around. I think it's like right and right before this Beavis consumes a lot of caffeine, which turns him into Cornholio, which is like <laughs> his like his alter ego when he has too much caffeine. He puts his his shirt on his head and his like head spins around. His arms are uh, I don't know how to say it. Like his hands are up.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> he's doing like a pull up, like that kind of pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And he says, "Are you threatening me? I'm Cornholio." And he's always heard about TP for his bunk hole. <laughs> And he he walks into the Oval Office because everyone's clearing out and uses the red phone, which is the nuclear phone for the for the military. And they like they don't understand what's going on. They go to Defcon four, and then Butthead walks in on Chelsea Clinton and he tries to hit on her, and she throws him out the window.
1: I noticed you have braces. I have braces too. <sighs> <laughs>
0: And Beavis, and his caffeine fueled, gets I guess horny by looking at the picture of Dallas, and goes into Mister Anderson's camper and starts whacking off. <laughs> and um, he kicks Beavis Beavis out, and the ATF agency Beavis, and they like surround him with an insane amount of cops for some reason. Like he it did, it's kind of funny. There's so many cops. Mm-hmm. And then like he snaps out of it, and he's like, like, hey, what's going on? And Mister Anderson opens his door with his pants because the biological weapons in his pants and like <laughs> they go to a rip and like an atf ch- agent tries to like grab the pants and rips them and the biological agent lands on butthead's big ass poofy hair and lands into his hand and they become heroes and they meet president clinton
1: and mr anderson gets arrested
0: and mr anderson gets arrested and his wife which gets another cavity search because oh, yeah. they're <laughs> all big in the cavity searches for some reason <laughs> and then don't they, stop uh, to you
1: at the back of his teeth.
0: Yeah, no, 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 I want every cavity searched. I want <laughs> you to go Roto-Rooter on him. That's what he says. <laughs> and then the like, Beavis and Bud are heroes. And when they they like, they get back to Highland, which, which is where they live, they start walking and see their TV is in front of the hotel where they were at earlier, because that's where the two guys stole the hotel ended up. They were originally supposed to be the ones to do his wife.
1: Um, were they actually going to do his wife? Because I think they were just um, he but, he thought that, but they were it, actually just trying to sell him the TV. Oh,
0: I, I think they, they, they when he meets them, he says them like them I think Earl sent us or something like that, and then uh, that, that's, that's when he realizes Beavis and Butthead weren't the guys that were supposed to do his wife.
1: Yeah, but I still think those guys weren't the guys that were supposed to do his wife.
0: So, uh, yeah. Okay.
1: I, yeah. I think there is some other guys out there.
0: yeah that's funny
1: yeah so um yeah so i'm assuming it still held up for you you liked it just Uh, as much as always huh
0: uh i I laughed at the parts i still laughed at obviously and some of the parts still creep me out weird me out and i don't like it some
1: uh what parts are those
0: specifically the part when he hallucinates
1: oh really i actually that was like one of my the highlights of the movies to me i really like that part like I know like the animation quality of that part was yeah. like so much higher than the rest like that had to i I'm curious how much it cost for that scene because it had to be like the most expensive part of the movie because there was so much happening
0: uh I mean I, I this is just memories from me being a kid when I watched it that scene terrified oh. me <laughs> I mean just I mean I, I think the first time I saw the movie I was probably seven or eight I probably shouldn't I was like, I probably shouldn't have been watching it <laughs> and I was just like I just I remember it creeped me out and I just didn't want to watch it.
1: Yeah. I like, can like definitely I, see that part creeping someone out if they were good. I, like, I would
0: always fa- I would always fast forward through that part just to get past it, because it just I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> okay.
1: Um so are there any other parts of the movie that you don't like or is it just that one? Um,
0: hmm. I think it's really just that one.
1: Okay. Um so what are you what are your favorite parts of it? Um, uh, favorite
0: my,
1: scenes, favorite jokes.
0: Uh, uh, my favorite favorite scene and joke for sure is when they're at the Hoover Dam, and the guy goes, "Now, can anybody you know tell me how much it takes of whatever to power Las Vegas?" And Beavis goes, "Yeah, I just have a question. Is this a goddamn?" <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I was reading. I was reading like um, IMDb has um, a bunch of like trivia questions or yeah, yeah. I was reading that and I saw where um uh Mike Judge, that's the creator, right?
0: Yes. Huh,
1: good. Um like he got that joke from his grandma.
0: That's hilarious.
1: And like he didn't think it was funny, but apparently that's a lot of people's like favorite
0: part of the oh, movie. It, oh, it is, it's one of mine for sure.
1: I don't know. Like that it that part didn't really make me laugh that much. I think it's probably because um I don't know. When I think of the Hoover Dam, I just think of that Fresh uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You know which one I'm talking about? Uh, I think so. um, Where they go to Vegas, Carlton, all their money,
0: family,
1: and then they have to, like, um, win, like, a dance competition or something? Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, anyway, so they go to the Hoover Dam in that episode, and... Will's like. I don't want to see no damn Hoover Dam. Mm, that's funny. So I just feel like that joke's like overplayed, and also I just associate that joke with Fresh
0: Prince. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's just just the I me mean, I guess as the fans' favorite line, it's one of mine's favorite lines too. It's just because I guess as a kid, I, I mean, like as a kid, I didn't understand it, but as I got older and watched the movie, I was like, oh, okay, I get it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. I think like my favorite running gag throughout the movie was um, every time they would meet up with the old lady.
0: Mm-hmm. They oh, called her a really slut. Funny. Yeah, and they called her a slut. There's that slut from the plane. <laughs>
1: and she thinks their names are like Travis or, and or Bob. It was
0: Bob and Bob, Bob Head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my last name is Head. My first name is
0: Butt. But. It's like when they're like when I first read the sign from the limo driver and I go BAB and I couldn't read it. Yeah. And he goes, wait, this is Beavis. And Beavis goes, this is Boothead." <laughs> <laughs> he says, this is butt Dumbass.
1: Is it ever explained in the show? Like, are those their actual names or are they nicknames?
0: Uh, I don't think it's ever clearly stated. I think that's just, that's uh, their actual names. <laughs>
1: It's so weird. So let's see. You got any other favorite parts? Any other jokes uh, that really stand out to you?
0: Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when they first get to Vegas and my um, love roller coaster by um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They covered it, I think, for the for the movie. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if they if that's true or not. But um, and then like they're just freaking out over like the Egyptian statue with the boobs hanging out, and they just stare at it for a while and start uh-huh. laughing. and They keep staring at it, and it keeps like this montage of Vegas, and it's just them staring at the boobs, and they then they're trying to climb up there and touch it. It's just this classic with in my head.
1: Yeah. Uh, the whole time I was watching it, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't into it that much. It just really made me want to watch King of the Hill for some reason. Yep. I haven't seen that show in forever. <laughs> And um, Mr. Anderson. yeah, just so much similar. Especially every time I heard Mr. Anderson talk. Um, another thing I got from IMDb is um, at the beginning, like near the beginning, when they go to his um, camper to watch his TV, mm-hmm. he's like talking about the butane tank. Like he got like some new valve or something. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: apparently, it was originally propane in the script, but. They didn't want to reference King of the Hill. I don't know why. I feel like... Why not?
0: <laughs> I think this movie came out before King of the Hill did. Uh,
1: no, actually, King of the Hill was already out, apparently.
0: Oh, it was? And that's weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if um, they were running episodes of Beavis and Butthead when this movie came out. I'm not sure. Or, like, came out after.
0: Hmm, I guess it was, like, in the process of making it, and he just didn't want to confuse...
1: Yeah, I don't, know. But I don't know. Let's see. I'm going to take a look at my notes and see if I had any other, like, um, scenes that I thought were, like, stood out. do, do, do. Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, there were a couple of things I was thinking. One, I was like, when they got on the plane to go to Vegas, mm-hmm. that plane was, like, so spacious compared to actual planes like have you flown
0: i've never been, been on a plane
1: no okay well they're cramped as fuck like they had so much room on that plane and um they had good seats too they were like at the very front they were in first yeah. class yeah but then again they also sort of weren't in first class because normally first class has only two seats where um i don't know whatever normal classes no class um, mm-hmm. it, or three seat wides, yeah. Um. Also, I thought it was weird that they served food on um, like a non international flight.
0: It's not mm. normally
1: a thing, it could have been a thing back in, in the nineties.
0: In ninety six, when it was made,
1: yeah, yeah. Also, they get into the cockpit. I know yeah. this movie takes place before nine eleven, where the cockpit was the cockpit not locked back then.
0: Uh. They, the security on airplanes are like – I mean, being a criminal justice major, we talk about this sometimes. It's uh, – the security on an airplane wasn't as strict as it was before like before things happened because like, there's like um, – I don't know. I guess probably not. It probably wasn't locked, to be honest.
1: Yeah. Uh, another thing I noticed that totally would not happen anymore is when they get to Vegas, um, the guy with the sign is waiting for them right when they get off the plane their Mm -hmm. name nope he would have to be like outside of like the security area and everything because they don't just let people go through um that far into the airport without having a ticket
0: yeah and i think also another thing that showed the time was when mr ederson gets to washington he parks his camper like in front of the white house
1: yeah and weren't they just walking around the white house like freely
0: uh i've I think Beavis and Butthead kind of were, but I think they were, like, doing that tour that, that, that I mean, I've never been to D.C. or to the White House, but I think that's that specific tour that takes you through each room. Um,
1: I It's, like, really hard to visit the White House. You have to talk to, you, you basically have to get your congressperson to, like, schedule it. So, I mean, it's something, like, anybody can do, but you have to put, like, months of planning and, like, just kind of hope that there's a spot when you're there. So Mm -hmm. I tried to do it when I was, um, doing that rotation where I was in Maryland for three months. I was, um, it was like hour and a half away from DC. So I went there a few, several times and yeah, I saw the white house from the outside, but never got to go in. Mm. Did get to go to the Pentagon, which was pretty cool.
0: Oh, it'd be pretty cool.
1: Um, yep so let's see what else interesting happened i thought it was really weird when they were at the petrified wood museum <laughs> that uh, they're just like i i think there was like a video playing or maybe it was just audio and it's like how long did it take wood to get so hard yeah. hard wood and they're just like laughing at it and they missed the bus yeah. um the uh i don't really know what he is security guy whatever
0: a uh, um, park ranger, I guess.
1: Sure, yeah. Like <laughs> he's just watching them like be idiots, and then he's like, "Oh, let me look over at these pictures of the FBI's most wanted," and then he flips to like, I don't know, there were like a hundred pages there, and he just flips somewhere to the middle to their picture, and he's like, uh, nope,
0: "Oh there god, they are.
1: a better call." Like, I don't. That was a very um, forced moment. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, but it seemed, yeah. yeah it seemed a little forced.
1: Yeah, we gotta move this plot along.
0: Plot they kept along.
1: sneaking into like areas where I feel like it would be really hard to get into, like the uh, control center for
0: yeah, the Hoover, the Hoover Dam. Dam. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they got into the Oval Office at one point.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's because he used the red phone when he was Cornholio. Yeah, and just just freaked out.
1: Um, it was funny when he was um when he was Cornholio and he's talking to all of the like foreign, um. I don't. I, I. I'm blanking on a word here. What do I want to call them? Um, like, uh, we'll just go with foreign delegates. That sounds okay. like a thing. He's like uh, talking to all of them. They're like just basically repeating what he's saying because they don't really speak English. Yeah. So, yeah, and they're like, Gornholio?
0: He and the one and goes. Oh, and, um,
1: when they are, uh, when Muddy has them in the trunk of his car, Yeah. and they're on their way to DC, and they're, uh, in the trunk talking about jacking off, because they have yeah. the yeah the, the, so they're, like, car jack. up, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. um, he's like... <laughs> Butthead just pushes Beavis out of the car, like they're going like like seventy miles per hour.
0: He's like, just run, you'll be fine. He's like (laughs) for like the first like three seconds he's doing perfectly fine running, then just flops. Yeah. Then then Butthead (laughs) gets he hits the pothole and Butthead like hangs on, then his fingers get shut and he lets go. There's Mr. Anderson saying, If I ever see those two boys again, and he just flop butthead just flops (laughs) into his front windshield, freaking him out.
1: How did they survive that?
0: Yeah, there's no way. You and then
1: also, uh, Mr. Anderson's vehicle was perfectly fine after that when he clearly got in a wreck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> small plot holes, Small plot holes.
1: Yeah. Um, one thing I thought was interesting was, um, at the beginning when they're trying to take the school's TV. Yeah. Uh, their teacher like tells them, basically, they need to go like experience life. I feel like that was sort of the point of the movie, because their TV's broken, so then they yeah. have to go out into the world, which, yeah. during, like, the TV show, I assume they, like, never really went anywhere other than um, home and school and fucking with uh, their neighbor.
0: Uh, in the show, they kind of go from, like, they go to their home, school... They they have a job, but in the show, they work at Booger World. Mm-hmm. They do that, they go on, and they um, they go to this convenience store a lot, and like hang out and trying to pick up chicks to score with. <laughs> and well, they, but
1: they never uh, score.
0: Yeah, I yeah. never score. And that's I, in the original run of the show when MTV brought it back. About I can't remember how long ago that was. And they tried to revive it. It showed more of the neighborhood and stuff. Because hmm. one episode, like in the new new one, it was like there was like a biological agent released in their neighborhood and everyone was like um, damn that's the what I'm looking for like evacuated out and they didn't know it and they were just walking around the neighborhood thinking they were all alone (laughs) like everyone on earth is dead just walking around like whatever just going (laughs) yeah yeah I really like the soundtrack for the movie
1: um I really didn't i like when I didn't really recognize most of the songs that were in the movie like I recognized the artist and um well i would during the uh like um like hallucination scene, I yeah. wouldn't have known that was um white zombie except for I had subtitles on it and it popped up and said <laughs> that that was playing
0: <laughs> so you had subtitles on it and it said white zombie playing yeah. That's That's like funny. white
1: zombie guitar.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, perfect.
0: That's
1: funny. Chase is here. I don't know. You might have just heard him go. Rrr.
0: Yeah, yeah I heard a cat.
1: Yeah, he makes weird sounds.
0: I, I also like the opening. It's like a seventies cop show out of nowhere.
1: Oh yeah, it was. Um... It looked like it was a parody of um, Starsky and Hutch for some reason.
0: Yeah, and, and and the guy that was doing it was the, the singing the song was the one that does the vo- that well did the voice for Chef from South Park. Oh, really? Because he sent the theme song to the Shaft, and it was uh, I think that's what they were trying to make fun of.
1: Huh. that's interesting. damn right. That always bummed me out that there's no Chef on South Park after like season ten
0: or so. Maybe he shouldn't have been trying the 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 little boys. Hello there, children.
1: Chef, what would a priest want to stick up my butt? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was all because he got mad that they made fun of um, Scientology, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Because he's I mean, a
1: Scientologist.
0: Yeah, and that's what sort of where he drew the line. They made fun of Christians, Muslims, everyone else, but Scientology was the line. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was a really good episode <laughs> when they made yeah. fun of Scientologists.
0: Yeah, it's Tom Cruise coming out of the cult closet.
1: Yeah, and he was like working in a, a chocolate factory, being a fudge packer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really interesting watching this movie right after the last movie I watched was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because mm. that movie is, like, very much, um, uh, I guess, like, embracing, like, sexuality and, like, LGBTQ and especially, yeah. like, transsexualness. Yeah. I know this movie's kind of, like, the complete opposite because uh, there's a part where um, they meet Dallas at first And she thinks they're trying to kill her, and so she's, like, offering to pay them double to do her husband, and they're like,
0: Uh, you want us to do a guy? (sighs) No way. (laughs) I don't know, but that is a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Maybe if we close our eyes and pretend he's a chick.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, very different movies.
0: Totally two different movies, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean I know the humor in it is quite sophomoric I guess mm-hmm. but I mean that's just I mean, that's just who they are if you can't turn your mind off and just laugh here and there
1: I mean, it's really different humor than like King of the Hill but at the same time it's like so similar because like, I feel like yeah. King of the Hill has like more complex jokes
0: it's more serious
1: yeah Ugh, it's such a good show
0: it is a good show and it's sad that it's not in any, any streaming service
1: yeah,
0: god damn it, Bobby! Damn it, Bobby! <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh,
1: have you seen uh, much about the new God of War game?
0: Uh, I haven't. No. Oh, okay.
1: I just keep seeing memes where people are uh, comparing it to King of the Hill because um, he, Kratos has a son in it. Yeah. So yeah. So King uh-huh. of the Hill's been on the mind a lot lately, just because uh-huh. of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So is there um, anything else you want to say about the movie? Any other scenes that stick out?
0: Uh, um, I think the outside uh, of Mike Judge being Mike Judge, he did a lot to get a lot of people voice acting in this movie. Hmm. I mean, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis were Dallas and Muddy.
1: Oh, I, did, I didn't recognize their voices.
0: Yeah, and, and they were married at the time, too, in real life. Huh. So that was funny. Um,
1: Uh, do you know who was the, uh, like lead FBI agent or whatever uh, agency?
0: uh, Oh, the lead ATF agent was Robert Stack. He's the guy who hosted unsolved mysteries from when we were kids.
1: Oh, okay. I I knew his voice sounded familiar, but I had Um, no clue where I knew it from.
0: Um, the old woman was the, I don't know if you've seen the Beverly Hills Billy movie from like the early nineties. Yeah. The old woman was the lady that played granny.
1: Okay,
0: and um, and we're just, this is just me watching the end credits roll. Um, <laughs> R- R- Richard later, I think that's how you say his name. I'm probably butchering it. The guy that directed Dazed and Confused and Boyhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of the tor- tour bus driver.
1: Okay, the one that um, beat up.
0: Yeah, beat up Beavis. Yeah, when he was freaking out about not getting laid. <laughs> He's like, I told you to sit down. And chases after him and beats the shit out of him. And this is from some quick googling. While I mean, I was just interested. Uh, the the roadies they run into obviously their dads. They're what? The roadies they run into in the desert that, that are obviously their dads.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, because I said there was a DNA match when they collected the semen from Tom Anderson's um, camper.
1: Oh, I, I missed that.
0: I mean, they, they act just like him. Yeah, the, yeah. I was thinking,
1: lady. like, it seemed like it could be, like, their future selves.
0: No, no, it was their dads. That's yeah. what they were hitting at. It's interesting. Because the older one, the, the one that taught, talked about scoring with two chicks in Highland, which is where they're from, Uh huh. and I was like, I wonder who did the voice, and David Letterman did the voice.
1: <laughs> I, I saw something on IMDb about him, so yeah. I didn't know who he played in it.
0: Well, he he used um
1: um yeah he used um
0: a fake name
1: yeah and it's actually his uncle's name yeah yeah let's see I I think I have IMDb still pulled up I can see if there's any interesting facts on there oh one thing I saw that I thought was interesting was that they considered making it a live action movie
0: that would have been weird
1: yeah and had you heard anything about that
0: uh i mean as, as a fan of them no but I, I don't i could see why they would want to do that
1: who would you cast as um a live beavis and butthead in
0: 1996
1: yeah or you could you can do 1996 and then you could do who you would do today like if they were to make a new one
0: uh, i really don't know because i mean would i want someone that kind of looks like him or someone that can do the voice
1: um, someone that can believably pull it off, I would think, like, uh, being that character. Like maybe they don't look exactly like them, but I, uh...
0: uh, I don't know. I really don't. Hmm.
1: Well, I, I'm going to tell you they had they had people in mind. I'm going to tell you who it is, and it makes makes pretty good sense to me. Um, they had Chris Farley and David Spade. I feel like it would, I don't know, it would be kind of too similar to other movies they did, even though they didn't really, I don't know, David Spade didn't act that stupid in the movies that they did together.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He was a smart one. (laughs) He was a straight man. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah, that would have been interesting.
0: I I mean, Tommy Boy and Black Sheet was hot, so I can kind of see where they wanted to go, but. Yeah. um, Who would you cast now?
1: I have no clue. Uh, for some reason, like, let's see, I'm trying to think of people that vaguely look like them. For some reason, Seth Rogen pops into my head, but I don't know. They're not so much stoners as they are just idiots, so... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If Seth Rogen's just in there, but I don't know who he, which one he would play, and then I don't know...
0: I mean Ooh. this might be me kinda of mean, but Seth Myers kinda of looks like Beavis.
1: Seth Myers.
0: Yeah. He was on SNL Oh, okay. yeah, the I week- I weekend update. Eh,
1: I could I don't I can't see him playing that kind of character though.
0: Kinda of built legging. Like his face <laughs> and the nose. I don't know. I, I could kinda of see it a little bit.
1: Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Who would you cast for Butthead then?
0: Butthead? Hmm... I don't know. I think Butthead's hard to (laughs) nail down.
1: What if it was, like, um, Beavis and Butthead, but they were, like, whatever age they would actually be now. So, like, let's say during the 90s, they were probably supposed to be, like, 16 or something like that.
0: I I think 15, yeah.
1: 15. So, like, now they would be, like... In their late thirties, probably. Uh,
0: twenty. See, twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, Mid thirties.
1: Hmm. I want them to be older, because I was gonna say I could see um, <laughs> um, Jack Black and Kyle Gas playing them.
0: That would be funny. Just because
1: mm-hmm. like they have like the whole like, rocker persona thing. Yeah. I could totally see them doing it, and Jack Black. They're both hilarious. I heard they're making. A new Tenacious D movie.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: You, you've seen the first one, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen Pick Up Destiny.
1: Uh, I love it. It's so good.
0: But it apparently so good.
1: it did awful in the theaters.
0: Which, speaking of, this movie actually did pretty well. It it um, it was a budget of 12000000 million. I'm just going to have a quick... Uh, and it made $63 million. Oh, wow.
1: Um, do you know if this came out before the South Park movie?
0: Uh, I would say so, because I think the South Park movie came out in 99.
1: Yeah. Well, I was just wondering, because I feel like if it did come out before it, I feel like South Park probably wouldn't have got a movie if this didn't do well.
0: Oh, I agree. Um, yeah, South Park movie came out in 1999. It's so
1: weird to me that, um, with Beavis and Butthead, South Park, and The Simpsons, they only ever done, like, one movie of each.
0: And Beavis and Butthead did the first movie.
1: Yeah,
0: and Simpsons movie didn't come out until like twenty years after it being a thing.
1: Yeah, no, we we're I was in high school when it came out.
0: Yeah, uh, Simpsons movie came out in two thousand seven.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that was like ten years ago. Whoa, whoa, yeah, man. it was
0: yeah. eleven. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about the movie or?
0: Uh. Hmm. hmm. I just feel it really was just a a longer episode, which was yeah, it was just why it worked.
1: It really did play like a longer episode.
0: I mean, it, all it didn't have was them. Well, they cat it kind of did mention the band because like, they cause when they're getting back on the bus after the they caused the accident, it was like isn't Seattle in Washington? They're like, <laughs> yeah. Th- then we can go see Hole, <laughs> which which. Was Hole still a band when this movie came out?
1: He could have been, right? Like,
0: I mean, I mean, I feel, I mean, that was grunge. Yeah, that was yeah, grunge, like, that was like in, before
1: '95.
0: Yeah.
1: Because uh, Courtney Love was in Hole, right? They were,
0: yeah, they were still active. Huh. It says they were active from 1989 to 2002.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. surprised they were so, active
0: that late. Yeah. I guess because they moved towards more alternative rock, like most of them were in the 90s. Yeah.
1: Another
0: thing it talks about this, at the time it was the biggest December box office opening in history. Oh, wow. But then it was a beat a year later by Scream 2.
1: And now it's obviously destroyed by Avatar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, close, another James Cameron movie. It was destroyed by Titanic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Avatar was released in December, right? And it's the highest grossing movie of all time. Was it? Yeah.
0: I just don't remember that being a, a December movie.
1: I'm pretty sure it was.
0: It, oh, you're correct. I was just I just I just feel like it wouldn't it was more like October November for some reason. But
1: the only reason it's the highest grossing movie of all time is because it was like re released and it was in theaters for a long time. And, and it was in three d it was like the first yeah. like it, they like brought three d back with it,
0: yeah, and, yeah. I mean because he th- didn't he use like a specific camera for it to be in three d yeah, yeah, yeah think, think that he has two of the top highest grossing movies of all time though,
1: mm, mm-hmm.
0: it's ridiculous,
1: yeah, I've never seen Titanic all the way through.
0: Well, that might be another episode.
1: I don't know if I want to. It's so long. I remember when it came it out, it so was long. on two VHSs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but... uh, two younger viewers might not know what a VHS is.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe not.
0: But maybe not.
1: All right. Um, yeah. Unless you got anything else you want to add, I think we're probably good to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So. Um... I don't know if you saw in my little outline sheet, but the way I like to um, close the show out, I like to take a quote and, from the movie and kind of like turn it into our sign-off phrase. Okay. So do you have anything to, in mind for it?
0: Mm. <laughs> mm. Might have to go with, the I am the great Cornholio.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a few things written down. Where's the good one?
0: <laughs> Where's the good one?
1: Let's see. Where <laughs> did I put it? Alright. I got my sign-off phrase. If you want to do yours first.
0: well, oh, I need TP for my bunkhole.
1: Um, I'll see you next time. Until then, keep your pants on.